Hello and welcome to another episode of the Light Ones podcast. Today I'm interviewing one of my soul sisters and light warriors from Adelaide. Her name is Gabrielle Pepe. Gabs is a holistic counsellor, spiritual therapist and gifted healer who offers a variety of services such as Reiki, energy healing, astral realm cleansing, sacred womb healing and so much more. Gabs is also the founder of The Light Labyrinth, where she runs spiritual events, workshops, and programs with her friend and business partner, Amelia. She also has a channel on YouTube called The New Earth, as well as recently launching her own podcast, The Phoenix Rising. Gabs is so incredible at what she does, and I'm certain you'll get so much value out of today's episode. I'll definitely have her back on the podcast again, but for now, let's get into today's episode where we dive deep into all things psychic surgery, cleansing, and light language. Let's welcome the beautiful Gabrielle Pepe. Hello, my soul family, and welcome. I'm your host, Hayley Parks, and you're listening to The Light Ones Podcast. I'm an NLP practitioner, medium, speaker, and teacher on a mission to raise the collective consciousness one soul at a time. In this space, we'll dive deep into spirituality, personal development, health, relationships, and business. Each episode will bring you a dose of soul medicine from light leaders around the globe. We're here to expand your mind, open your heart, and embody your highest expression of self. Together we rise and share the same mission to awaken humanity. So are you ready, Light Ones? Let's dive in. Welcome, Gabs. I am so freaking excited to have you here in this space today. And for the women that are listening in, Gabs and I have recently connected online through a mutual soul sister that lives in Adelaide, actually. And we are actually planning at the moment a beautiful get together for our friend's 30th that's coming up later in August this year. So I can't wait to finally meet you in person, Gabs. But for the girls listening to this podcast, I wanted to get you to introduce yourself, but also just let them know that we've been talking flat out for like the last two hours. (laughs) So we are fully in this like high vibrational state. So you probably feel the excitement in our voices throughout this conversation (laughs) as well. So I hope you girls really enjoy this. Welcome to the show, Gabs. Can you please share with them who you are, a bit about your story and just everything that you'd like to share with the girls? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so fun talking with you this morning. So yes, my name is Gabrielle Pepe. I am the owner of I Am Divine and I am a holistic counselor and spiritual therapist. And I specialize in helping individuals through their traumas and their shadows until rising into their highest potential. I have a very interesting story of how I got into spirituality. I was a late bloomer in terms of opening my business, but I grew up in a very active home spiritually. I was experiencing my first psychic attacks as early as the age of five. And yeah, and I... I experienced the darker side of spirituality. My home had a lot of portals and a lot of entities and I didn't have anyone to talk to. I didn't have anyone that I could go to. I didn't have that community. I didn't know what was going on and it became so normal for me. Mm. So growing up in a very active home, I learned from an early age of fear does not win and it's nothing that I need to resonate with in order to overcome the things I was experiencing and some of my worst experiences are in that house and some of the best lessons come from that as well and throughout my journey you know I left school and I was like I can't go to uni because that's the thing that we got to do and I lasted 18 months and said no leaving went over (laughs) to Borneo and spent a month in the jungle really finding myself yeah and where is that sorry where did you say I was in Borneo, so I traveled through the one side to the other um, in Southeast Asia. Wow. And we were just trekking through jungles and we spent, you know, five days. Uh, I did it with a group, yeah. Yeah. 
And how long ago was that? Sorry, so many questions. <laughs> no, of course. I was 20 years old. I went over there on my own and met a group that we just came together and yeah, just explored nature. And I remember in that moment, I was like, I am here to do something more than what I can offer right now. <laughs> and I ended up going and seeing a psychic medium and she kind of opened the doors to my spirituality. Mm. And then that's when I decided to study holistic counseling and metaphysical studies. Mm. And then from there, as we know with spirituality and when we welcome abundance, we can just manifest that snowball effect into our lives. And I started to open up the business, which was originally crystal clear healing at the time Mm -hmm. and just starting off with a bit of Reiki. And then from there, I started to attract a lot of clients that were really coming in with traumas and with attachments and I knew that I this is the work that I had to be doing and then from there it's it's what I really specialize at the moment and I look back at my life and this is something that we do see a lot when we look back at our lives how we were as kids and how it ties into it as ourselves as, as adults I look at my, at my life now and I'm like mm. a lot of the things I do now is helping people through their darkness in the ways in which that I had to learn in myself. So, yeah, I I remember my first time I had a psychic attack. I had an attachment biting my arm and wow. I was woken up through this dream and I had red marks on my arm and I couldn't explain it. I've had, I remember I would see entities and ghosts and flashes of light through my house Wow. I've, I've had things growl at me and I've had sleep paralysis growing up as a kid. And I had to learn that this is real. This is stuff that is here. And oh, yeah. we can yeah. either be ignorant to it, we can either be afraid of it, or we can remember that we are light and that we do not have to come from those vibrations. And that's a big part of what I help individuals now Mm. is not being afraid of their attachments whether that is their own ego whether that is their own shadows their own traumas but not coming from a place of fear but in fact coming from a place of empowerment yeah and love yeah absolutely yeah yeah oh gosh that just so many can I just say literally every single word that you just spoke was just landing in my lap like on a silver platter like Mm -hmm. I could just resonate on such a deep level because I can relate to the first part of your story when you talked about your home environment and your upbringing and how you know just yeah. being in fear and, and some of the things there and I can resonate on that level in, in my own story but I can also resonate as well with the you know earlier on in your journey when you probably started to see like the flashes of light and the Um, yeah things I've gone through that too recently and I feel like a couple of years behind you Gabs but I feel like I can resonate to that on a deep level too and just really embracing fully that we don't need to be scared of these things whether it is our shadow whether it is our like you said um you know our ego or you know if we've got a technology or an implant inside of us or we've got something that's trying to fuck up our funk <laughs> you absolutely know? I when I grew up you know this was normal for me to experience these things I couldn't tell anyone and then when I did eventually talk about it I was labeled crazy and yeah, I was yeah I was labeled crazy they tried to put me on medications yeah. I was sent to a psych ward and wow. yeah because I was talking about the fact that I was communicating with aliens and yeah. that I was experiencing mm-hmm. these these horrible entities and things like that. Yeah. And, you know, I think that a big reason why I'm here in this life is not just to deliver these services for people, but also to embody the evidence of what can truly happen when you do not give a shit. Yes. You know in your heart of what is real and what is not and embracing your own abilities and a big part of of my gifts is that I can see things very clearly and you know giving that empowerment giving that power back to people that hey you know it doesn't matter if people don't get you it doesn't matter if people don't get it it's about you finding your strength through whatever ashes you know and so yeah it's I completely resonate with you in general and your story but a big part of my path has been it was actually the dark, going through the dark mm-hmm. and then seeing the light 
and becoming yeah. the light. So yeah, yeah, becoming the light, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's 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 how the journey unfolds when you rise from the darkness. Once you've like you know, we we're always going to be dealing with the dark night of the soul. I truly believe. I oh think yeah. As spiritual beings, we are always going to be dealing with that, and I feel like there's a bit of a stigma around that. Some people have a perception that, you know, you go through the dark night of the soul and you finish it and you close it and you lock it up and that's it. No, 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 sister. You keep <laughs> going on that dark night of soul train. That keeps floating yes. because that is growth. Yes, you know? yes, and that's what us light warriors have to actually go through in this lifetime because we, or in all lifetimes, but here in this realm now, we have to constantly be going through that on a much deeper, darker level than I guess the average person, the average Joe, because mm. our work is in the light language. It is in the bringing the light through, you know, like it's bringing the light through people. It's bringing the light through um, many different aspects and things that we are here to do in our work. Um, Absolutely. You know. 100%. Mm. I think it is, is- we are light beings within ourselves, but yes, we do carry shadows and traumas and, and egos that makes us human. If we are leading and guiding through that, we have to go through that. Yes. You know, it's it's we are here to help people through their light. Mm. We have to also go through that experience in ourselves. We can't just be like, oh, yes, yeah, so I've never been through trauma. Let me help you with the trauma. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So yeah. and I think it's what makes us stronger. It's what makes us more resourceful as human beings. Mm. It's such a powerful tool. Mm. And gift, gift. Yes, exactly yeah. right. Because we all have this, our own innate, um, unique gifts. And, you know, girls that are listening to this, Gabby and I were just talking prior to the podcast today about our own gifts and how, you know, they're expanding very rapidly and we're starting to see some of the things that are probably going to come in the future for us. And we're just so freaking lit up by it. And we were just in such a high vibrational peak state. If you saw us an hour ago, the conversation <laughs> was happening. But yeah, I really love talking about just bringing the awareness around. You have to go through the dark to get to the light. You don't just, yeah, you don't just come here and you're, you're a light being and you don't go through all that fucked up stuff. Like, you have to go through the darkness to get to the light. Exactly, because you are darkness. People yeah. need to stop rejecting that within themselves. Yes. When you reject your darkness, you're rejecting yourself. Yes. You know what I mean? It's so important to acknowledge and accept every inch of you, whether that is you and your bad days, you and the trauma, you and the shadows, you and the egos, because that is who you are. And yes. it doesn't mean that that has to become your reality and dictate where you go in life. But you mm. have to accept and embrace every aspect of, of your being. And that is where you find your light. Yes. Yes. I love that. I feel like that should be a quote on a whiteboard or something <laughs> in your office. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Oh, gosh. I just love soaking up your energy and oh, already so amazing. Okay. Next question I have for you, Gabs, is can you explain for the women that are probably early on their healing journey or their spiritual journey, which is a lot of the women that may be tuning in today, can you explain to us what light language is? Because and maybe actually just talk to us a little bit about the offerings and the work that you do first as an introduction before you explain what light language is actually. That might work better. Yeah, of course. So I am a bit of a mixed bag. I do a lot of different things. <laughs> I I do energy healings where I specialize in entity and energy extractions, cosmic implant removals, and deep suppressed trauma energy pools. So I help individuals get to the root cause of their issues, of their deep suppressed energy, so they're no longer reacting to the symptoms of that energy, um, plus with extraction work as well. I also do sacred room healings and pregnancy sacred room healings, so empowering women to tap into their divine feminine mm. and clearing any sexual traumas within their sacred womb and allowing themselves to tap into their sexual empowerment and their spiritual empowerment. The pregnancy sacred room healings I absolutely love. This is a chance for women and their babies to experience a deep intuitive connection and reconnection within themselves. We do a bit of clearing as well in this space. 
so that the mum can really connect with their child on a deep level. In this session, we also do a lot of protection for mum and baby and helping the mum to reactivate her divine feminine that she may have neglected during the stage of pregnancy so that when little bubs comes through, she has this Mm. deep connection with her baby on a different level and we're eliminating a lot of the karmas that are coming through. So that is a really beautiful session for women to just experience that deep connection with their with their new baby. I also do family lineage healings. So this is where we go through your mother and your father's side and clear any traumas, karmas, curses, and wow. fears that have carried through in your family line so that you are no longer walking through life with the baggage that has come through your family line mm-hmm. and healing your ancestors. So this is a service in which you are healing your entire family line. It's a very, very powerful session, and it also helps you understand more about yourself and connect with your ancestors. And um, I also do astral realm cleansing. This is a new service I've introduced. This is really for your practitioners, your healers, your therapists, your channelers, your empaths, anyone who experiences um, psychic attacks or sleep paralysis, um, also those who work from home or have an office space. The Astral Realm Cleansing is a deep repair of your auric field as well as home clearings, room clearings, and office space clearings. We also do land blessings in this space as well, and you can reconnect further with the land that you're on. Wow. So it's a really good opportunity for, you know, people out there, light beings, light workers, light warriors, empaths who are finding themselves carrying all of their clients' energy or you know, they're feeling heavy or drained after their sessions or perhaps they're finding it difficult to, you know, raise their own vibration for their work, this service is great for you because it's designed to close portals, close vortexes, clear residual energies. You get the full works in this service. Um, I also do channel messages here and I give you a diagram where I go through where energy is trapped in the body for you. So it's a deep repair for those who are here to help others it's a bit of a reboost for you and your energy. Mm. Plus a holistic counselling as well, which combines a lot of metaphysical um, modalities such as meditation and chakra realignments and things like that. So, yes, um, I also specialise in light language. So I channel through various forms of light language, which we'll talk about in a moment, which is designed for healing and deep soul repair, which I offer in my services. Um, I also am the co-founder of The Light Labyrinth, which is a community that I run with Amelia Hellier, where we run various mindfulness trainings and spiritual community base. Beautiful. So, yeah, I do uh, be, I do a lot of different things. <laughs> but, my main, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> but my main thing is really specializing in um, extraction work and clearing. Wow. Gosh. And, yeah, I can resonate on that level with, like, just – dipping your toes in absolutely every Mm -hmm. part of the work that you do as in not dipping your toes dipping your toes very deeply on your end (laughs) um with just doing so many things and I feel like just in the last couple of hours of speaking with you what came really strongly through is how amazing you are at what you do like the word amazing doesn't even do it justice and I'm so excited to be able to experience some of your services. Like I felt like I just want to do all of them <laughs> um, because I think every single human being should just experience all of them. And I really resonated with every single one of those. So yeah. I'm excited to be in your energy and just, yeah, just really enjoy those services. But wow, so much. So excited to hear the rest of what light language is. So tell us a little bit more about that. So light language is the projection that can come through sound, movement, vocalization. It can come through as singing. Light language in itself is the release of the light codes. Light codes is what is important. The light codes hold particular frequencies of healing that can be channeled through different sources. And consciously, we are not aware of this, but Mm. your soul knows these vibrations. Energetically, your body and your chakra systems know this energy and that's what is getting transmuted and that's what's getting attached so mm-hmm. that your energetic body is getting a healing. And with light language as well, this is something that we can find in a lot of different areas. A lot of people are doing light language without even thinking of it. 
but we can't like <laughs> Yes, absolutely. A lot of people don't realize that light language is a lot more common than we think. And it really is projecting light codes that are designed for healing and repairing soul fragments. You can also receive spiritual downloads when you do light language as well, particularly where it is channeled. So I personally channel light language from Lemuria, Arcturians, Pleiadians, Dragon Energy, my ancestors, Mother Gaia. I've done light language for Jesus and Archangel Michael, the angels. There's a lot of different ways in which you can channel through light language and there's so many different variations depending on the individual that's doing them. I personally use singing and vocalisation and my singing drums and sound drums for them specifically. But And I do them in my services as well for clients. They can actually experience a full sound bath with light language and people can experience tingling in the body. They can almost like a trance-like experience. Um, but you feel the energy coming in and reactivating areas in your body. Yeah, the so, cells. Exactly right. It is a full deep repair on a cellular and spiritual level healing your soul fragments regardless whether you are consciously aware of it like the dna almost exactly right yes exactly right healing soul fragments and repairing dna through light language because you are using frequencies through that projection of your voice or sound oh i love this i love this conversation and so now that we sort of know or the girls know what light language is can you explain Probably a little bit more about, I'm really intrigued to know because I, I want to know as well, more about what takes place in something like your psychic surgery sessions and what does a typical session look like? Right. Well, psychic surgery is a term which we use as an advanced repair of soul fragments of where we actually are repairing and stitching damaged and torn chakras and energy mm -hmm. points. And wow. everyone has a different way in which they do deliver psychic surgery, but this is something that can come through from inner child healing, entity extractions, cosmic clearings, and clearing suppressed emotions. Because when we are pulling out these kinds of energy, we can find damage within the energy system. And mm -hmm. this is where psychic surgery comes in, where we are stitching up and repairing these soul fragments. Because sometimes we can find our soul fragments actually detach and tear. And if we leave this open, it can create a lot of openings of low frequencies. So we do want to be using a lot of light frequencies and transmissions to eliminate that energy and repair and realign that soul fragment. And I've done this in sessions before where I have stitched up, say, third eyes that have been torn from people who wow. have pushed themselves too far spiritually and have actually split their third eye. And when you split your third eye, you get a lot of information, you get headaches, you find that you're opening yourself up a little bit too much. So we go in there, we clear a lot of that energy out and we repair that that uh, that tear in the chakra system. You also find this during implants and extraction work around entities and energy clearings. We clear the energy itself and then we're going in there and we're clearing all of that fragment that comes from that energy. And then we are repairing the broken fragments that have been torn from the trauma energetically that's in the body so psychic surgery is very deep it's not surface level you go deep within the wound itself and you are clearing everything around it it's really based on clearing the trauma that comes from this energy so psychic surgery for me i use a lot of uh, light fragments and i use a lot of light tools and it's really designed to clear the root cause of the issue itself well, every single answer you give me, I'm just like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Write a book about this one day. I'm, I'm getting a download now. Like you need to write a book about this. <laughs> I, I can talk about this too much. I feel like I need to put it into a book. <laughs> yeah, you do. No, I'm telling you, you need to. They're saying she needs to do this. Tell her, give her the message now. <laughs> messages today yeah. but yeah, psychic surgery is so powerful it's a beautiful energy healing technique that I love to use and because a lot of my work is specialized in extraction work I do find myself using psychic surgery quite a lot now with psychic surgery it's quite interesting because after the repair stage 
I tell my clients, you may need a few days for that to properly heal and you will feel it. You will literally feel whatever area I have preformed for you, it will be achy, it will be heavy, it will be sore because it takes time to repair these soul fragments, especially under the body. So psychic surgery is, like I said, it's advanced, it's very intensive repair of damaged and torn energy within the body that have come from trauma, that has come from deep, deep trauma, whether that's in this life, past lives, clearings, or even just suppressed energies. Yeah. Ooh, I'm interested to see what comes up in my session. I'm very excited. <laughs> I've got a lot of shit to deal with. <laughs> don't worry, girl. I'll find it. Don't you worry. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I feel like I'm going to be one of those people that's like, I'm just picturing my energetic body laying down in a in a room and it's just like we need all the tools here yeah, <laughs> we need all of them. <laughs> yeah. psychic oh. surgery is it's amazing because it's so intense but you clear beyond and deeper because a lot of the time is is what I say to people is what you are experiencing emotionally could just be a trigger to suppressed energies Psychic surgery is all about finding the trigger point because it's no good. You know, I said people, you're angry, you're angry coming home from work. No worries. You're angry about that co-worker. You have no idea why. You go have the bubble baths. You go for the walks on the beach. You vent to your partner and you yeah. feel great. Yeah. Go back to work and you still feel the same thing because it might not actually be that individual that is the issue, but he or she is triggering something that happened five years ago, 10 years ago. So psychic surgery is all about getting to the root cause of that and mm. and clearing those broken fragments so that you're no longer responding through the past suppressed wounds. Yes. You articulate it in such an amazing way, by the way. Like you just you have a way with words, you have a way with how you actually allow us to understand this work. So thank you for being so clear and concise in your delivery <laughs> thank you I hope it's coming because it can be a little bit out there but I it's hope I'm explaining it okay <laughs> no it's really landing for me and I'm sure the girls can agree that are listening in and and guys I keep saying girls there are men that listen to this podcast and just a little uh little drop in here whoever's tuning in right now I was just saying to Gabs before this episode started that my podcast is actually going to have a rename because I have so many men tuning in and I feel like I was cutting out half the market being the name of my podcast is Awaken the Woman Within. So stay tuned for that. I'm actually going to be changing it and I'm not sure if it'll already be changed when this comes out. So we'll see. We'll see. (laughs) How exciting. I'm so excited. And that's the great thing about this stuff is especially for men, You know, especially for men to connect with themselves on this level because Mm -hmm. nothing is more empowering when you know yourself on every level. And Mm -hmm. psychic surgery and light language, all this stuff is really great for men to connect with their divine feminine energy and connect with themselves, connect with their emotions. Yeah. Well, exactly. Like the, you know, society has made men feel like for hundreds, probably thousands now of years to make them feel like they are not safe, they are not accepted to feel their emotions and they must suppress. And we know what that does to men. It suppresses them so deeply to the point where they actually retreat and they almost go into their feminine energy and they're so anchored in their feminine energy well, some of some men, but there's other, obviously, there's the other side of that where there's over-masculine as well energy. But I see so many men, my partner included, and he's totally open to sharing this kind of thing. And that is when they suppress their emotions so deeply throughout childhood because society, you know, sort of makes them think that that's the way that men are supposed to show up and it's too weak to speak and it's too weak to show your emotions. Um, they suppress it so deeply that they manifest as illness later on in life or autoimmune conditions. And I know for my partner, he he has a rheumatoid arthritis um, condition, which I'm sure you know a lot about autoimmune conditions, Gabs, and the work that you do. And I've got one myself, fibromyalgia. And we were just talking about this earlier, ladies, how and men, I keep saying ladies, it's a habit. <laughs> sorry, guys, sorry to put it out there. But, yeah, I was just saying how men, yeah, they do can potentially 
later on in life they can have these illnesses or these things that may manifest in you know the form of pain even because the trauma hasn't been dealt with on a cellular level and healed because it's just surface level stuff that they're consciously aware of because if your level of awareness is at a state of oh yes I can go to a healer here and there or I can go and get a massage and I can go have a drink with the boys and I can go and have an ice bath and I can go and meditate and I can go and into the Amazons and be with you know the jungle and go and see ayahuasca or whatever it is and you're doing this work but you still go back to your job or you still go back to your normal everyday life or into your relationship with your family or in your within your intimacy within your partner and you still feel like there is some anger there or there is these deep emotions that keep rising and triggering you then you know at that point that there's something that needs to be healed on a cellular level a deeper level and that's why I love this conversation with you Gabs because this is the type of work that men and women need to be doing in order, again, to heal, awaken, and transform their life. And that's the pillar of my business. <laughs> I love that. And that's the thing is I always say to people, you have your conscious state of mind and you say you experience something like anger and you get angry. Yes. Subconsciously, you are investing energy into fueling that emotion. Yes. Now, what happens all the time is we go, oh, well, I'll go to bed, I'll go back to work and I'll just allow myself to consciously wash that away and you live your life. But if you have not cleared the suppressed energy, <laughs> that's going to get dense and energy, yeah. if it's not properly released on a low frequency, that's going to get real dense in the body. And what's going to happen is it's going to attach itself to areas of the body, whether that is muscle, bone, nerve. And what's mm-hmm. going to happen is if you do not, if you just keep kind of pressing that down, Consciously and subconsciously, you are no longer going to have that familiar understanding of that energy. So you're going to start experiencing elements of anger. Yes. But you have no idea where the connection is. Yes. And a big part of this work is helping people reconnect with that energy and then clear it. But energy, when it is suppressed on a low frequency, it gets really dense, it gets really yeah. heavy, and we can actually manifest energy consciousness from low frequency and this is where we can find ourselves experiencing things like I'm just not feeling myself or I'm just getting so angry all the time I have no tolerance to anything because it's deep within the body and it can definitely affect the physical it can definitely affect a lot of physical issues I have a lot of clients who come and see me who have had you know ear pain back pain they've had rashes they've had this after we've cleared the energy it goes away and because it's about addressing the emotions behind the energy it's about looking deeper into not so much oh this hurts why is it hurting I don't know let's just go get something to fix it no no let's go deeper and this is a big part of of what we're saying in the beginning coming face to face with yourself and accepting yourself in all aspects of light and dark therefore you do not fear the pain but you can address it, you can become a lot more aware of it. It's a lot easier to clear if you are acknowledging that it exists. Yeah, and I feel like it really is a bit of a step-by-step process there, I guess. You know, the acknowledgement comes first. Absolutely. Acknowledging where you're at and knowing, okay, I've got the awareness now that there are some dense energies there and I do need to see someone like yourself, Gabs, to get this cleared professionally and on a deep, deep cellular level. When was the last time that you just sat with yourself and you're like, I'm feeling jealous of that person or I'm feeling afraid to open up that business or I'm feeling angry about what that person said to me even though I know it wasn't directed at me. When we just allow ourselves to sit with these emotions and acknowledge them, like you said, acknowledgement is sometimes comes is the most powerful form of healing and just acknowledging that it exists. Yeah. Yeah. Just having that level of awareness, like, okay. And and it's funny that we're we're talking about this now. I've gone through the month of April. I feel like on a collective level, they're telling me on a collective level has been huge for inner child healing. And I've been doing a lot of of inner child work myself this last few weeks. And can I just say, I've never cried so much in my fucking life than I have in this month. And in saying that, at the same level because of polarity, 
I've never been in such a high vibration either. So I feel like I've experienced both ends of the spectrum. And that's what happens when we do this healing work. You release this dense energy and these emotions come to the surface and you're able to purge them as well because you've got awareness and it's like, oh, I understand the root cause of why I'm angry with this person, why I've held on to 15 years of anger to my XYZ person or jealousy or resentment or sadness or guilt or whatever it is, shame. And once you have that level of awareness and you pinpoint the root cause and then you start clearing it out, so powerful. And we're taught a lot of this in school. Don't cry or or don't go emotional or don't think about it too much. Just just forget about it. It's all fine. Just move on. No, no, no. We gotta feel our emotions. We gotta connect with that aspect of ourselves, you know? It's so empowering, it's so important, and it's such a big part of spiritual growth in itself. Yeah, I feel that deeply. And it's interesting, I I actually just went to a a men's workshop, or it was a women's workshop, because I'm a woman, obviously. (laughs) Um, (laughs) A women's workshop uh, last weekend, fucking changed my life. Shout out to the Amend movement. Guys, if you're listening, or if there's anyone out there that doesn't know Amend, check them out on Instagram. For men and women, they started their story, they sort of started with men, I believe, men's medicine and sort of really bringing, I guess, their their slogan or I guess the work that they do is really to help people feel seen, heard and to know that it's safe to feel their emotions. That's sort of what they do and they bring it through these workshops. And I went to this workshop last weekend, fucking changed my life. These men, whew, they are powerful, mm. powerful warriors, light warriors. and they do women's stuff as well all the way around Australia. So little plug there for a men's movement. But they they really specialize in some of the work, very similar work of being able to feel your emotions and bringing them up on a, I guess not as a on a deep scale in terms of the, the psychic surgery, but really helping people to have that level of awareness and acknowledgement, which is that first step. So if you're someone listening in, men or, or women, that feels like you're probably at the start of your journey, that is a really great workshop to go and attend um, that's very well-priced and they are all over um, Australia. So if you want to start your journey on a surface level, that's a great place to start for the acknowledgement, for the step and the level of awareness to really clear some stuff at the surface level and then perhaps go into some of this kind of work, you know, um, because I really wanted to speak into the people that are at that level and at the level that we're t- talking to as well. Because I know I've got I've got people listening in that are probably at the start of their healing journey, and then I've got people that are more advanced in their spiritual journey. So I just want to make sure I'm I'm talking to both of those people right now. So little plug for amend. Um, amazing. Thank you so much, Gabs. I'm loving this conversation. So the next question I had for you was, I talk a lot about the importance of cleansing and clearing our own auras on a daily basis, especially for the women like ourselves that are in this work, um, in the healing space. And what I wanted to ask you is what are some of your tips you could give the ladies or other healers and coaches that are listening in or spiritual teachers who are probably strapped for time and would need some tools to use, I guess, to protect themselves from entities and low vibrational attachments and frequencies um, that they could kind of implement quickly throughout their day between clients kind of thing. Does that make sense to you? Yes, absolutely. This is a really, really important thing because, you know, if you're back-to-back with clients or you don't have the time to just sit down and meditate for 5, 10 minutes, even 30 minutes, it's really important to cleanse, 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 cleanse not just for yourself, but also for your clients as well. Um, One of the biggest things I always let people know is the idea of becoming the light. A lot of the time you hear about the concept of, I'll bring in light, I've got to pull in light, I've got to, that's great, that's no worries. Embody the light, bring it in from your heart space and reclaim your energetic field, reclaim your damn space with your lights and therefore, you are familiar with the space in which you work in and reclaiming that. Um, cleansing your aura is really, really important whenever you are stepping into your work. 
And a really simple technique that I find that works for me, it takes two seconds. It's called, I like to call it the waterfall technique. And you're visualizing white lights coming in, out, and around you and mm-hmm. expanding like a sphere of water that just Beautiful. blows out and it pushes out all low vibrational energies and entities. And you can even say this, yeah. you know, I I reclaim the space with my lights as I release all low frequency energies and entities in, out, and around my space. And once it's pushed out of your space, then I allow light to come down from the ceiling and wash it down to Mother Gaia. So you're actually pulling it out, you're pushing it out of your field before you allow it to go down. And it's it honestly, this meditation is you just close your eyes and visualize it, just visualize energy from your heart space with such force, just straight out and then dropping down. Yeah, and wow. you can do this yeah. with your space as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to cleansing your auras, when it comes to cleansing your space, and I do mention about space as well because if you are bringing in a client base into your space, you have mm-hmm. to be aware that sometimes res- residual energy is a real thing and they can definitely get left behind. So it's really important that when you are cleansing your space, you are also cleansing your field simultaneously yeah by becoming the light within the space Mm -hmm. so um but yeah and another little important thing is to be mindful of what you're bringing into the session yes (laughs) the greater like all attachments and all interferences can't they are attaching to something within you okay lower frequency energy can only attach to that of low frequency so they will be trying to, like, you know, if you have low frequency in our orange or field or in your space, that's what they're going. They're not attracting to your light. They are attracting to your low frequency. So stepping into each session, being aware of how you're feeling emotionally, how you're feeling yeah. spiritually. Yeah. And if you need to go and ground yourself a little bit before that, it's really, really important. Another technique I wanted to talk to people about was bringing in your soul fragments. Mm. Sometimes we can find ourselves all over the place. Sitting yeah. with yourself and visualizing as you repeat, I call out to all my soul fragments, past, present, and future, to be anchored into my physical body. Mm. I call out to my astral body to be anchored into this physical body. And just realigning and anchoring your energy into one form, into within your being, so that you can attend to your clients as one, as whole. So it's going to help eliminate some of the fractures in your auric fields. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. And I use very similar techniques to that, just really just coming back into the heart space and kind of channeling whatever's coming through for you in that moment to to push out that light, but then bring it down so it's protecting your aura with that with that technique with the water. I love that. That's beautiful. I'm definitely going to try that one on. Yeah, give it a go. It's it's really powerful. Yeah, I use it a lot with between between clients. It just just gets you back into that alignment. Yeah, of course. And for people like us, like we don't got no time between clients sometimes. We only have five minutes to go to the toilet. And if we have that power, which we we all do within us, by the way, everyone that's listening to this, you all have the ability to do these exercises. We are not some, I'm sorry, I'm just going (laughs) to call this out because there's a bit of a stigma out there. I think people think that, oh, I don't have the power to do this kind of techniques or I I couldn't possibly do that or oh no they're a healer they're a coach they're a spiritual teacher they're whatever they are they put these labels on these people and they go oh but they can do it because they do that work no 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 we are all spiritual beings in human uh, human bodies and we all have the power to do this every single one of us it doesn't matter who you are what you do we have the ability to do this so I just wanted to call that out because there's a lot of bullshit out there that says absolutely. Yeah, we're not about that on this podcast. So <laughs> we're all on I, the same level, and even trust me, even if they're not talking about it, spiritual healers and practitioners and coaches, they're still going through their own shit, and they're course. still learning and growing. We're all on the same yeah. wavelength. It's mm-hmm. about sharing the information and allowing each other to to feel empowered through each other. So, yeah, I completely agree. Everyone can do this work. Mm, yeah, definitely. And it was such an easy technique to do. And, again, 
people, you know, maybe an example for the men that are listening, this is something that you can do when you're in the car. Maybe you're a full-time worker, you're a tradie of some kind, I don't know who's listening in. Maybe you're on the way to work in the morning and, you know, you absolutely hate your job and you want to get the fuck out of this place. So you are in the car and you really want to get grounded and you want to protect your energy because there are some low vibrational people that you work with perhaps. You really want to ground your energy and you want to protect yourself from that. This is a technique you can use. You can do it in the car. It'll take you literally 30 seconds just to get centered and do that. And you can pair it up with a, you know, a 10 minute meditation in the morning. My partner is such an amazing leader in this sense where like, gosh, props to my partner. If he's listening to the body, he will. So Tom actually, he gets to work so freaking early. This guy's a freak. Like his resilience is amazing. Like he will get to work 30 minutes before he's supposed to start just to do this type of thing every morning. So guys, if you're listening, bring a bit of Tom's energy through this podcast (laughs) and channel him now. And I really want you to practice this and implement this because I feel like it's going to help you so much. And same for the women, very similar. I know a lot of healthcare workers and a lot of women that are listening in that may be in full-time jobs that work in offices that they're around a lot of low vibrational people sometimes, you know, the stuff we're going through right now in the world, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of just feeling into that now. It's just like, there's a lot going on and we, it's really important to protect ourselves and ground our energy and cleanse ourselves. So a great, great technique to use in the morning. And even at nighttime, you know, doing an aura sweep before you go to sleep, guys, so important to do this before you go to sleep because, you know, we are so vulnerable when we go to sleep and our astral body likes to travel, <laughs> likes to go on missions and do all of these things. <laughs> so it's important to do these kinds of um, techniques before you go to sleep as well. I know for me, I'm not sure what you do, Gabs, but I've got a morning routine and a night routine. It's so important to me, my night routine, probably more so than my morning routine because my body, like I astral travel every single night um, and I need to really protect my energy as a human before my astral likes to travel and do those things. So, so important. All right, going on a bit of a tangent there, but love <laughs> again um so just going into gabs i wanted to ask you because you talk a lot about the sacred womb and the divine feminine and i know a lot of my audience who are again male and female but we we both have those feminine energies in both of us um so a lot of my audience are really conscious of strengthening that connection with their sacred womb so this is this question is probably more directed at the the women Can you talk to us more about the sacred womb and the divine feminine? Yeah, of course. The sacred womb is a spiritual space uh, within the uterus and this is where we hold soul children. You know, this is where we bring in new life. This is such a powerful space within women. Um, The sacred womb is where we hold a lot of our personal and sexual power, a lot of our spiritual power as women. And this is also where we hold a lot of our inner children. So I do a lot of work with women in clearing sexual traumas, clearing any low self-esteem or confidence issues that come from their inner children in this space. Mm. And this is also, you know, it's so, so important that this area is nice and clean, it's nice and clear because we can hold a lot of fear that can create attachments that can, in fact, attach to our soul children. I know that sounds a little bit crazy and scary, but we we don't resonate on fear here. it's just it's just the truth that if we have manifestations of low frequency energies in our sacred womb we can actually you know accidentally transfer that through and the sacred womb is almost like where we birth a lot of our creativity and our personal power in how we can be the best versions of ourselves sexually and the the sacred womb is so connected to the divine feminine for us ladies. The divine feminine, when women tap into their divine feminine, there is no stopping us. There is nothing standing in our way. And when you combine the sacred womb and the divine feminine together, you are tapping into your most divine feminine essence. Mm. And this is typically where women can 
you know, jealous is out the window. You're stepping into your personal power. You can manifest whatever you want in this space. And it's about women feeling empowered, not because they have to, because they need to, because they want to. It's because they already are. This is going deep into finding yourself on a deep level. It's not about you tapping into and activating new divine feminine energy. You are coming home to yourself. You are finding yourself. You're being reintroduced and developing a stronger relationship with yourself. Within the sacred womb healings that I offer for women, we do a full clearing and I actually take women into the astral to meet the divine feminine essence herself. And we work on activating that energy within the individual. And this is something that I find so, so powerful and dear to my heart because women have been, we all know women throughout history have been suppressed. And yes. and the energetic traumas of the divine feminine have are intense. And mm-hmm. what I find a lot of the time when I'm doing sacred room healings is I'm helping women clear a lot of these collective traumas, you know, and this is typically that comes through with the women who are going through infertility or pregnancy issues. Um, I work around a lot of uh, work a lot with helping individuals work through that Um, because we can carry traumas. When when women go through miscarriages or stillbirths or any kind of loss of a child, you can actually manifest that energy that sits there and makes it difficult to get pregnant. That makes it difficult for you to be intimate. If we carry any kind of sexual trauma, it can be, you know, there's a lot of cords that can be connected to that trauma in the sacred womb. So the sacred room is an empowering space within every woman where they can tap into their divine feminine essence within themselves and to clear any kind of traumas that have come from not only themselves but also their family lines related to sex and to feel empowered as sexual beings, as human beings. Wow. It's amazing just hearing those words because I know for me as a woman, and a bit of a vulnerable share, but I know for me I have the awareness that my divine feminine was very much suppressed my entire life. So this really hits home for me and I'm sure it can for many of the women that are listening in. And that's because, you know, most nine times out of ten, you know, basically the people that I speak with in my space anyway, um, I hear very often is that, when women go through trauma of some kind, whether it's through their childhood, whether it's in a toxic relationship, whether it is has been sexual abuse, I work with lots of women um, through timeline therapy that have been sexually abused. You know, it's been passed down in my lineage personally, and you know, I'm Aboriginal as well, so you can you can understand how far back the oppression goes for us. And so, just hearing that. It was so nice to hear that that's something that you're so well-educated and deeply connected to and that's actually something that you can really help women with. And, you know, I know a lot of people, I think it's one in three women go through miscarriage and I went through one recently myself and I was only six weeks along, but I felt that in my in my womb. I felt that transfer of energy through my womb space and I know there's some energy there to clear. And I know that there are many, many thousands of women, millions of women around the world that are going through that, that have that energy to clear. So, and it's so interesting. Oh my gosh, I just looked down and I realized the crystal I've been holding the whole time. Wow, is actually (laughs) the one I got given at my retreat that I held space for. Gosh, it's just landing for me now. I'm just taking a minute. And it's actually for the womb space. So there you go. Wow, yeah. Wow. Wow. The womb space is, I think a lot of women out there can relate to this feeling of Mm. insecurity. And not only insecurity of themselves as, as women, but sexual insecurity. And the sacred womb and tapping into divine feminine is all about changing that mindset. Also, we do a lot of work around um, releasing fears around STDs and any kind of sexual penetration trauma that has come through uh, physically and helping women just feel their bodies on a deeper level, you know, reforming that connection within themselves where you are empowered as you. You are empowered as yourself and knowing that you have all the tools within you to feel empowered. 
And the divine feminine essence in itself is all about bringing up what is already within you, that fire within you to to create and manifest the life that you want on your terms. And tapping into your sacred womb energy and healing a lot of those aspects helps eliminate the traumas, the the shadows, the egos, you know, um, even deep into your family lines or your past lives so that you are not only the wholeness and the fulfilled woman that you are, but you can also have that space clear if you are trying to get pregnant to bring in soul children and reduce a lot of those karmas that are going to be trans- transferred from that. Wow, such powerful work. And oh, I just love hearing all of this. I swear I say that every single time you speak. <laughs> um, it's a powerful session. It's it's so liberating for women. That's the way in which I describe it is it is so liberating for women to experience themselves on this deep level because mm-hmm. it's it's great to work through your traumas it's great to do all that kind of stuff but when you are experiencing yourself with this kind of connection whew, it is powerful it is next level mm, yeah yeah i'm being conscious of the time because i know that we've been on for a while now gabs and and you've got to run but it has been so freaking amazing talking to you today and just soaking up your medicine and just hearing about all the amazing work that you're doing in the world and I would just love to have you on again I'm sure there's so much more I would be blessed to be back it's been so much fun talking with you yes and just before you go Gabs I just want to ask you um I, I asked two questions on this podcast and that is out of all the challenges life and business has thrown you what are the most proud what are the what are you most proud of getting through i would honestly say the biggest proud moments that i've had is getting out of that conformity a big part of my lifestyle and what i do for a living is very unconventional and it doesn't make sense to a lot of people and a lot of my life i have i have listen to stories of people who are in jobs that they hate, they are in relationships that they don't resonate with, and they stay in there. And I remember saying to myself, I don't care what it takes. I don't care if I have nothing to my name. I am not going to be like that. Mm. And I'm very proud that I continue to work towards living the life on my terms, regardless of what it doesn't make sense to other people. Because let's face it, when we are living our truth, that truth is not going to resonate to every single person. And the great thing is it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, you know, it doesn't matter. I don't need to make sense to anyone and neither does anyone else. And living life on your terms, regardless of how much money you make in the year, regardless of what car you drive, regardless of whatever, to live life on your terms is to be authentic to yourself and to be authentic to yourself means being honest with yourself. And I I made that choice when I decided to leave my other job and make my business full-time which was very scary because I didn't have that second income I didn't have that safety and just telling people what I do for a living and and even though that might not resonate with everyone and even my lifestyle doesn't resonate mm. with everyone but just knowing that I am embodying my truth and to me that is fulfillment everything else is just a blessing Yes. Oh, that really lands for me again, because I'm the same, you know, my family, they don't understand the path I'm on and that's okay. I would never judge them for that. Their path is perfect for them and my path's perfect for me. And, you know, everyone's path's perfect for them and that's okay. But conformity, I totally, oh, you hit the nail on the head there. It lands for me. And the final question that I have for you, Gabs, is out of all the quotes you've heard, which one resonates with your journey most? Well, this is actually a quote that I I heard from the very first psychic medium that I ever went to. When I broke out, when I came out of uni and I didn't know where the hell I was going in life and she looked at me and she says, when you realize the difference between serving and being of service, you will find your purpose in life. Because when we are of service, we are doing things outside of ourselves. Mm. When we are serving, we are doing things as an exchange. But when we are here as beings, being of service, we are sharing ourselves and we are doing something that is bigger than us and that is purpose. It's not about money. It's not about status. It is about finding your passions as you 
and being of service in a way that is bigger than yourself, that is purpose. Mm. That is greater. That is the most invaluable thing you can ever do in your life. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. So what was the quote again? So the quote is, once you realize the difference between being of service and to serve, you will find your purpose. Oh, I love that. That needs to be written on a, in your book, by the yeah. way. Yeah, I'm that, I'm getting that. That's going to be in your book. Yep. Chapter five. <laughs> yep, <laughs> chapter so five. And all women and men who are listening to this right now, if you are in a stage in your life where you're not too, not too sure if, uh, if you've got your job or should you do study or what do you want to do with your life, ask yourself this question. Are you serving or are you being of service? Mm. That is the easiest way to find your purpose in life or to find any purpose in life. Are you serving or are you being of service? Yeah, because a servant to me. Gives. A servant my- gives. Yeah, and a to- servant, like I, I see myself as a servant leader, right, yes. and yourself as well, and a servant gets lost in service of others. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. Because when we are serving, we are giving, giving ourselves. Mm-hmm. When we are of service, we are sharing ourselves. Is a yes. completely different energy. Definitely. You share who you are and you are sharing that with others so that they can become better versions of themselves, so that you are you are accelerating that passion to a point where it is bigger than you. You share yourself. It's think of it kind of like a tree. I have a tree in the backyard right now, and I have there's a birds and bees that are always going to that tree, collecting the pollen. The tree itself offers more than what you can see of it. And you know, it travels and all these birds from all these everywhere around Adelaide just come into this tree. The tree itself is offering more than what it is. Of course. When we offer more than who we are, we create more in our mm-hmm. lives. When we manifest we, more. We manifest more. When we serve, we are only able to give to a certain extent. Yes. That energy exchange. What are you doing it for? Why are you in that job? What is it serving you? Mm-hmm. Are you truly sharing all of you or are you only giving what you can? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. The brothers and sisters living, listening to this, I'm sure that last sentence that you just said landed perfectly for them because most of them are probably at a nine-to-five job and I hope that that really resonates with you now and really that's a bit of a journal prompt. Go and sit in meditation and really ask yourself that question, guys and gals, because we didn't come to earth to live a nine-to-five job, get married, have children, grow old, retire, and then fuck off to another planet. That's not how this works. No, 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 no. <laughs> Everyone has a purpose. And some people think I need to be on the world stage to be of, of, be of service. You can literally be of service by just smiling at everyone you see and sharing your journey, sharing your life. Giving your light to people is still being of service. But we sometimes can get caught up in the status of it all and yeah. – you know, we just need to reflect on how can we share ourselves to the highest potential? Yeah. Be your service. Be mm. of service as yourself to be bigger than what you are. Mm. And, you know, and just on that real quickly, Gabs, is, you know, some people, they may be an artist. Some people might be a practitioner of some kind. Some people might really, really freaking love working at the library. It doesn't matter what it is that you do. It doesn't matter your gift. It doesn't matter what medicine you're sharing. Whatever that looks like for you, just take what she's just said and use that in whatever it is that you're doing. Exactly. It's not. It's the delivery. If you were to take someone who works at a convenience store, who mm. loves their job and every person that walks in, they're so passionate, they have a conversation yeah. with them, they light up their world, they love their job because they are pouring their heart into that versus someone who works in a corporate and they every time they pull up into the car, they're like, I fucking don't want to be here. Can't wait yeah. for Fridays. They have this droopy face. And, you know, they don't want to be there. Mm. They complain about their job because it's about what you offer for yeah. that. You know, if you're thinking about with, within your workplace or even your lifestyle, you know, are you there 100% giving everything that you have as yourself, sharing yourself, pouring mm. your heart into everything and being of service and on offering yourself as a light being? Or are you just there to get through the day? I always say you never just want to get through the day. You want to oh, no. 
for life. Life is not a race on a highway. It is being dumped in the forest, walking barefoot and making your own damn path. Explore life, people. Explore it because it's so much fun. Oh, so many light languages dropping in in this episode. (laughs) Um, I just absolutely loved this conversation and I'm so excited for everyone to give us the feedback after this episode. So if you are someone that's listening, we'd love to hear what did you, what resonated for you in this conversation? What do you feel like you could really bring from what you've learned today? And how could you share this medicine with the world? Is it through sharing the episode on your stories? Is it through um, having a session with Gabs, having a session with me? Is it through just sharing one sentence that you heard in this episode, whatever it is, how can you share this medicine from this episode with someone else in the world? Because can I just say, by doing just one of those things, you're going to change someone's life in some way, shape or form. Ah, love it. That's right. It has been so much fun talking with you. Um, I've really resonated with you and your podcast and it's just been so much fun today. Oh, likewise. Again, thank you so much, Gabs. Um, Just before you jump off, where can the audience find you? Where do you hang out most? And what are some of your links? Of course. So I do have a website called iamdivine.co, which has all information about my services, and you can definitely contact me through there. I also mostly resonate on Instagram at gabrielle.iamdivine, and this is where you can find all of my videos and information. I also do channeled light language on there for people who are looking for quick transmissions as well Um, and you can also click onto the link which takes you to all the wonderful things that I offer as well magic thank you so much darling it's been a pleasure having you on and I'm sure I'll have you on again very very soon have an amazing day and thank you everyone for joining and tuning in bye for now